Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, let's go. We're Brooklyn. We're Brooklyn. We're Brooklyn. Well, actually, I live in Delaware now, so does that make me a Delawarean? You know, Beyonce is my friend in my head. They're my people sometimes, too. You know, when I was a kid, I had an imaginary enemy. Like, does that make me crazy? Life as P presented by Say What Radio. Hello. Hey guys, how are you? Welcome back to Life as P. Well, that is if you're a repeat listener, which I hope many of you are. However, if you are a new listener, thank you for giving me a shot, for giving me your time and listening in. I had quite a few conversations over the past week and as always, they kind of impact what topic I'm going to talk about, but I really want to talk about people find some difficulty and maybe you are one of those people. I know I can be from time to time where I find it difficult to show reverence to my gift. So I grew up in a time and I think it might be generational for real, for real, because I feel like there were people who was the generation before me who taught me humility, but I think it kind of went overboard to the point where you don't verbally recognize your gift. And sometimes when you don't verbally recognize your gift, you don't recognize it spiritually either. And it's not to say that you don't know what your gift is, but you're afraid to assert your belief in that gift if that makes sense. So you don't want to say, oh, I know that I'm really good at blah, 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 blah. So you are over humble about it. Like, oh, I need work. What my professor used to say, poison the well. So before somebody dives into anything that you do, before you give something to someone to read or someone to listen to something, you're already giving all these disclaimers like, well, it's unedited or it's only my second draft or I know it still needs to be touched up. I know it still needs to be worked on. And although in some cases it's necessary to say like, for instance, I recently sent my publisher a draft of the novel that I'm working on. And I was like, listen, it's my first draft. But really it was to say, please don't do anything with this because I'm already in the middle of draft two. So I just wanted her to get a glance of what I was working on to let her know, one, I was working, (laughs) but two, the direction in which I was going in. So in those cases, it's necessary to give the disclaimer. But in other cases, I feel like we might be going too far. We might be over humble, so to speak. And I'm just wondering how hard is it for you to shoot your gift? And for me, I come from 
you know, a hip hop era, I always talk about where I come from, but I'm a Brooklyn baby. That's all we do, right? I'm from, but anyway, I come from an era where, you know, in rap, we used to say shoot the gif and basically like spit your shit, kick your lyrics. Let's hear what you got. Show your skill. And I'm thinking that's what we need to do. That's what I need to do. I sent a sample of the project I'm working on to someone else and they read it and loved it. Absolutely loved it. And it brought me to tears when they said, oh my God, I love this. I'm so invested in this story because I was hesitant. I was like, is she? I mean, is it? It's not that. For what? And then I went back and read it over with fresh eyes and was like, nah, this is pretty good. <laughs> Say, nah, I'm interested. <laughs> so it actually motivated me to keep going. But I kind of downed myself because I was like, yo, what you doing? You've been doing this for so many years. You've been pouring into this gift for so many years. And no, it didn't take you 10 drafts to get to a place of where you're proud of the work. But that's because you've been practicing. You've been putting in this work and doing it over and over again. It's not going to take you what it used to take you. The writing is better. It's better. It's faster because you've just been practicing your craft. And when you've been doing the craft for 10, 15, 20 years, there's no need to be as hesitant as you were 5, 10, 15 years ago. There's no reason you've been putting in the work. It's been getting better and you've been studying and practicing like what you're doing. And this is for all my entrepreneurs, not even just entrepreneurs, but artists, anybody who's doubting their gift, who's putting all this work and practice in this gift. And you're still hesitant and you're still not walking with the confidence that says, you know, I do this. I understand that there's people out there who will be like, how dare you have so much confidence or call it conceit or tell you that it's even misplaced. But so what? For every one of them, there's three, four people who will buy into that confidence and purchase your work or support you or encourage you. Those are the people that we need to be paying attention to. If you don't support me, you just don't support me. Okay, there's a lot of people walking this earth. I can't be focused on them couple people who can't figure out how to support what they do themselves or can't figure out how to separate how they feel about themselves with supporting other people. Because most of the time people tell you that you can't do something because they can't fathom themselves doing it. They are so vested in watching you fall on your face that they refuse to acknowledge how you're rising. You can't spend all your time trying to decipher who's who. What you can do is you can acknowledge the gift and the purpose that you have walking this earth and you can acknowledge the work that you've put into perfecting this craft. Not to say that you're at a place of perfection where you won't continue to grow, continue to develop, continue to be in a different place five years from now. However, what you've done is phenomenal. What you've put into it is phenomenal. And it's okay to be humble and to be thankful when someone pours into you or is taken aback by your gift, is blessed by your gift. But there's no need to act like you don't have it in you. Like that day is gone. You've got it in you. You've put in the work. You've been practicing. You've been developing. You've been evolving. Okay, let's acknowledge it. Let's acknowledge it. Be damn good. 
listen, and this is crazy because I feel like the most talented people I know are the people who struggle with this. There are some people who would just like, not to say that they're bad at their craft or that they're mediocre, because honestly, if they keep working at it, they'll be someplace else in five years or 10 years. So it's not on me to judge how well you do your craft. It may not be well enough for what I want to partake in, but I'm not going to be like, this is where you're at and that's it. But I'm saying like the people who like I come across some stuff that I'm like, eh, those people, they walking head hell high. I listen, I'm so dope. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, if for nothing else, you dope for that confidence. Let me get some. <laughs> I just wonder how many of us are over here struggling to pay homage to our gifts, because I feel like if we don't recognize those gifts, like, are we truly working on them as hard as we can? Because I feel like when I'm in my moments of confidence and be like, you know what, girl, you do this. It makes me go harder. It makes me be like, let me write this thing out right here. Let me keep going. Let me push myself. Let me do the extra because I'm getting good and I want to get better. So it's not the fake humility or the downing myself is not the thing that helps me get to the next stage. It's the thing that prevents me from getting to the next stage. It's like, well, you know, maybe I'm not as good as I think I am. That kind of thinking stops me from working as hard as I possibly can. That thing makes me tired. Honestly, that's the thing that makes me sleepy at night. That's the thing that makes me say, you know what? It's probably not even worth it. Let me just go to bed. It's not even worth it. I'm going to put it down for a few days or a few weeks or a few months. It's part of the reason why it took me so long to publish. My first book in her makeup was my first novel was published independently. I published it myself and it took years. I had that book probably in my house for five, six, seven years, maybe even eight years before I published it. And that was strictly about not totally investing in my gift because the belief that it could do something for me or it can be part of my career or way of living was not there. And it wasn't until I took the time out to actually read over my work and say, you know what, you're pretty good that I started to say, you know, I'm worth investing the time. My gift is worth investing the time. There's something here. There's a spark there. I need to develop that. And the more I started to feel that way, the more I worked and the better I got. Soil Sheets and Cookies and Crumbles, those two books are published under a publisher who right before I got published with the company BLP, I was like, I don't want to query anybody. Everybody's going to turn me down. So, I mean, I feel like these moments of non-belief, they're kind of cyclic and we constantly have to remind ourselves that we need to pour into our gift. We need to acknowledge our gift and we need to shoot it. Get with it. Shoot that gift. Put it out there. Let us know how dope you are. One of my favorite brands, I always say, is Mess in a Bottle. And I just love how the owner shoots her gift. She is just like claiming it. But she too has said she's had moments of where she didn't think that she could ever bring to fruition what it was that she has going on now. And she's still growing. She's still dreaming. She's still pouring into it. And from the outside, at least looking in, it looks like she's doing incredibly well. I don't know her, but I'm super proud of her. 
same thing for one of my favorite rappers, 3D Nati. One of my favorite things about her is she ain't never afraid to tell you how dope she is. And baby, she is. You know what I mean? <laughs> she is. So, but that's my opinion. There's somebody somewhere who doesn't share my opinion, who thinks that she needs to be better. And that's okay. That's okay. They don't need to feed those audiences. I'm somebody who's getting fed by them being their dope, confident self. I'm buying into what it is that they're doing. I'm supporting and I'm not the only one. So why waste time on anyone who is not supportive on anyone who doesn't believe? Why even waste the time trying to convince them? There's somebody out there who just don't need to be convinced how dope you are. The problem is convincing yourself. Once you walk in that confidence, look, I didn't seen Tyler Perry. I saw someone say that not that long ago, everybody was praising him for being the first black person to open a filming studio and all the jobs he was giving. And it was just commendable. The property, just all the things he can do. And then this movie comes out, I believe it's called Fall from Grace, and people are dragging it, particularly because like the bad wigs or the editing is not that great. There's a scene where someone I think is like in jail or something and her hair is one way. And then when it clips again to her, her hair is another way. So that's an editing issue. That's a problem. And they're dragging Tyler Perry for it. And I'm just like, I don't know if he does the editing. <laughs> but basically the point was, it doesn't matter. The people will praise you one minute and down you the next. But there's still an audience who's like shrugging their shoulders and just like, whatever, because he didn't build that studio because he inherited something. He built that studio because people buy into his product and he walks with the confidence of this is what I do. And although I'm not perfect, although there's still room for growth, there's still room to make this better. This is still what I do. And millions of people are on board with that. Millions. And so I don't necessarily think that he gives much thought to these people who are quote unquote dragging him. Now, here's my disclaimer. It's not to say not to give much thought that this is not appropriate feedback, right? So like if you're really just critiquing and saying you need to pay more attention or whoever you hired for editing probably needs more work or maybe you need a larger team or you need to try to use fresh faces, fresh eyes or whatever. Or maybe it's just for the editor to say, uh, yo, what's up with you? <laughs> but at the same time, like there's no need to totally doubt your craft and be like, okay, now I can't do this. I'm no good. I'm not really good at this. I should stop. Because in all that quote unquote dragging, I never read anything that someone said, you should not be in this business. Never. Because the numbers don't lie. The numbers are saying, yeah, I should be. Even as a book writer, it's very easy for us to get in our minds and get very judgmental about the type of writing that we're reading or how well someone writes. And I totally read stuff where I'm just like, why? You didn't have an editor or you didn't have somebody read this over. It doesn't make sense. This reads like half of a first draft. I don't know. What is the deal? But who am I to tell you to stop? Because sometimes those same books that I just cannot understand are doing well on the charts. Yes, I know the charts can be manipulated, but I feel like Amazon is trying to alleviate that. Well, the hoopla about Amazon taking books down. 
but they're doing well on the charts. They're doing well in their sales ranking. If you let them tell it, they're doing great with a monthly payments that they're receiving. So whether they're telling the truth, telling a lie, I don't know. But at the same time, I'm not focused on what their money looks like. I'm trying to figure out how to get my numbers right. If they're having that kind of success and it's natural, that's great. They've tapped in to whoever their audience is. And that's what we really need to do is tap in. But we can't tap in if we don't shoot that gift. If we don't put it out there that we're phenomenal, if we don't put it out there that this is what we do, then what are we tapping into? How are we could tap in? How are you going to find your audience if the audience don't have anything to consume? How are you going to do that? You're just going to magically dream them up? That's not going to happen. You have to give them something to swallow. You have to feed them. And you can't feed them no half-ass, lackluster something and think that, okay, I'm going to wait till they buy in or let me see how this works. Give them the best you got every time. And don't be afraid to think that the best you got is temporary or is, sorry, it is temporary because the best you got is not the best you got tomorrow, particularly when you're working on your stuff. The best you have right now, it's okay to give the best you have right now. Don't be afraid that like after that you tapped out, you ain't got nothing else. Because this is what you do. Oh, trust and believe you'll have something else shortly. You will. I used to be afraid that I only had one story. So afraid. And the stories that have come to me over the past year, I'm like, I would have never imagined that this is something. But like, that's how imagination comes, right? It comes on the spot and then it builds into something. So of course I couldn't imagine before because then that means I would have had the story before. So you have to give your audience something to feed and give them the best you have. Give them all the confidence. Shoot that gift. Get up in your cipher, whatever kind of cipher it is, and shoot that gift. You do this. What is the point in spending all this time investing in your craft? What is the point in trying to evolve? What is the point in trying to get better if you can't even give the best you got right now? What's the point? Shoot your gift, yo. Anyhow. That's my spiel on my soapbox, as always. If you ever want to reach out to me and talk about this or talk about anything, get up in my DMs. I am at P Writes on Instagram. I'm also at P Writes on Twitter, Phoenix Ash on Facebook. You want to join my reader group? I would love to have you. It's called Phoenix's Fireflies and it's Fire, F-I-Y-A-H. And that is on Facebook. I'm sorry, I'm still in the process of losing my voice, it seems. <laughs> but you know me, I'm going to try to show up anyway. If you want to purchase any of my books, In Her Makeup, as mentioned before, as well as Soil Sheets and Cookies and Crumbles, they're all available on Amazon Books. They're all available on Kindle. And I believe they're all part of the Kindle Unlimited. So if you have Kindle Unlimited and you just want to read, 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 I would love for you to read my books. Please leave a review. That'd be nice. Or you can leave a review on Goodreads too. Yeah, and her makeup is also available on Audible. So I know there's a lot of Audible listeners recently. So yeah, check that out. Mm -hmm. I think I got a check from them recently. I'm like, oh, somebody's buying it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Anyway, I so love you guys. I will have the interviews, I promise. I actually was supposed to have an interview this week, but it got rescheduled. So I am working. I am doing what you guys said you wanted. But I thank you for rocking with me. I so appreciate y'all. Until the next time when we can exchange this power. Peace.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.